Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mr. Pop... Score and seven years ago, when in the course of human events, and so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. There is not a black America and a white America and Latino America and Asian America. There's the United States of America. Welcome to our second supplemental 10 American elections episode in the 10 American Presidents series. As America is going to the polls to vote in its next president, we decided to clarify just exactly what is one of the most important of American democratic institutions, the caucus. Now, before my colleague Adam Vanami introduces this show... Um, We'd just like to remind you that 10 American Presidents is a part of the Agora Podcast Network. Each month we like to focus and highlight an excellent podcast for you to listen to. This month is David Crowther's most excellent History of England. If you haven't already checked this out, it's one of the most revered of history podcasts and I recommend you go over onto iTunes today and go and find it. It's The History of England by David Crowther, or you can find it on the Agora Podcast Network website. Now over to our show. Hello, my name is Adam Vanami here with 10 American Elections, and this is a supplemental episode entitled, What the Heck is a Caucus Anyway? Now living in the caucus state of Colorado, I get asked a lot, what the heck is a caucus? What is the difference between a caucus and a direct election? And how does this play into the overall political dynamic of a presidential primary and election? 
history being made right now in Kentucky today, and many of you don't even know about it. Republicans will hold their very first presidential caucus ever, and this is the first one in Kentucky since uh, 1984 when Democrats held their first uh, K- Kentucky caucus. There's two primary ways that Americans elect their presidential candidates in their primary elections by state. One is by caucuses, which we'll get back to in a minute. The other is what's called a direct election, which is what we all think of when we when we think of voting. You go to a polling place, you grab your ballot, you go into a secluded booth, you mark down your leader that you want for to be a presidential candidate, you maybe vote on some other issues, and boom, you're done. There are 40 direct election states and 10 caucus states. Now, historically, that's not always been the case. Back when we finally became a political country where we had political parties, caucuses were the rule of how we selected political candidates. Now, today, there's only 10 caucus states left, which is why they're so confusing to people, as most states have made the the migration over the years to the direct election approach. In fact, Colorado's wrangling with this, too. More on that in a minute. Thank you for volunteering to serve as a caucus official for the first Kentucky Republican Presidential Caucus. As a caucus official, you will arrive at your caucus location no later than 9 a.m., an hour before voting begins. Your caucus chair will have arrived no later than 8 a.m., and he will greet you and give you an introduction to the space and how it will be set up. For Hillary? Yes. Come on in. 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 Come on First, let's define what a caucus is. A caucus is a meeting, basically a town hall meeting type of approach is the best way to put it, where everyone gets together at a fixed time in their state at a time to be determined by their state and their political parties in that state to get together and talk about the different candidates, the different issues, things like the Second Amendment, things like Obamacare, things like that. And you basically get to a huge auditorium. Uh, In my case, uh, it's a local high school. You hear about the different political candidates. People will talk about the pros and cons of different candidates, why you should vote for them, and different issues. And then you break up into little precincts, which is, you know, groups of, uh, you know, 15 to 30 people. And you take what is called a straw poll. And this is where most people get really confused when it comes to caucuses because a lot of people think that, great, I get in my group, my vote is tallied, and that goes into a big bucket of votes that is allocated to a delegate. And that's not the case. Now 
we are going into different classrooms. We're going to congregate as a precinct, and we're going to be taking votes to see who's supporting who. People get the opportunity to share why they're supporting their people. We'll do a straw vote first, and then they can try to convince other people to come to their candidate, and then we take a real vote. What is on the solid? There's no one to understand a straw poll, you need to understand the mechanics of a caucus. A caucus is a multi-tier, in Colorado it's a four-tier process, where the precinct is the smallest level and the state delegation is the highest level. And a straw poll is really a modern necessity. Uh, now that most states are direct election states, the media, the party leaders... And America in general just needs a good sense of how the states are voting and how the, the primaries are going in those states. And a straw poll exists for that reason. Okay, I am going to start. Now is a straw poll for Hillary Clinton. This is not an official vote. We're just kind of seeing what's in the room. Hillary Clinton voters, raise your hand. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, the black gentleman with the glasses, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, see you, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. Bernie voters, raise your hand. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two. Is anyone okay? Thirty-three. I'm sorry. So we're split. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. That's awesome. That's amazing, people. So going to talk for test rooms. The important thing is to consider is not candidacy and what they say on the campaign trail. We know how those campaign promises often go. We want somebody with a proven track record, and Ted Cruz is a consistent conservative, and that we can trust. When Obama passed Obamacare, Ted Cruz led the fight against it. Now, the Washington establishment would rather you vote for one of Ted's opponents. That's because if we divide our party, then uh, that makes another candidate that, they, they, that is uh, less likely to stand up against uh, the Democratic side. That's become our mo this has become our moment. This is our time to unite and get together for a candidate that can reunite the promise of America. Thank you each for coming out. Thank you for your time. Thank you for allowing me to stumble through that a little bit. <laughs> but thanks again, and have a good evening. Thank you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. In the case of the straw poll in Colorado, for the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, they're slightly different. There was a bit of controversy this last election cycle where the Republicans did not want to publish the straw poll because there was a vote to make the straw poll results binding. Now, that's what most Americans think of when they think of a straw poll. This candidate wins the straw poll, he's got the delegates. No, what really has happened is that if someone wins the straw poll, they have a commitment or a pledge. So you have a a pledged delegate. Great, so now we've had our straw poll. What's next? Well, you're going to make some ceremonial votes about some resolutions that really aren't too binding. But the next thing and the key thing that is going to happen is you're going to select delegates to go to the next level, which in this case is the county level convention. And these are delegates, and it's very key to understand the difference between voting for a president and voting for delegates. Because ideally you're looking for someone who you've just debated with about the the different issues and the different candidates, and you're trying to send like-minded people to the next level. Now, in our case, out of our precinct, we were looking for eight people. In 2012, I did this, and I went to the county-level convention, and then I went to the state-level convention. But the idea is that at each level that you go up, you get more and more influence, and you're representing more and more voters. So you want to pick your delegates very carefully, and you pick eight citizens to go to the next level, which was two weeks from the, the day that we had done our primary, and that's what you vote on next. So again, you have a good understanding of what everyone thinks from a candidate perspective, but you're not voting for the candidate. The straw poll is for the media to understand, and that is it. The precinct chair will count the number of names for both sides and will determine how many delegates will go from each caucus. So once we finish signing in, Everybody's going to move inside, and we're going to start the official precinct convention. We will get together in groups and nominate and elect delegates to the, to the county convention. Have you ever done this before? You Never. This is my first time. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, actually. 
um, and start assembling the list of potential delegates. Okay, so what do we have here? The Clinton folks over there, the Obama folks over here. <laughs> 29 delegates and 29 alternates? Well, it's, it's for the, the precinct. The precinct has been assigned the 58 people for they can send to the, the county convention. So once you're at the county level, your goal is to get to the state level, and it gets a little bit more political at this point. The party leaders become more engaged. You start getting lobbied by other interest groups who want you to vote away on a certain issue or a certain candidate, and coalitions start developing. And this is kind of an important thing about the caucus that is kind of disheartening to some people and distasteful because you start building coalitions. This guy wants to build this road, and this, this guy likes this candidate, so we're going to build this slate and start coalition building. And by the time you get to the state-level convention, it is really hard to get to the national convention unless you have the right slate of issues called downvotes, which could be local candidates that are part of the, the slate or a, an issue such as a road being built or an environmental issue that is a pet project of local politicians. This is a, a key part of the caucus that is not really well understood, and it's kind of the sausage-making of caucuses, in my opinion. So at this point, what throughout this whole process, what the quote-unquote winner of the straw poll has is a soft pledge from the delegates. And it's a soft pledge because the actual convention doesn't happen for another month. In Colorado, it's on April 9th. So what's happening in the in the meantime is this: these delegates are working their way through the multiple conventions. They're getting voted on each time. They're a coalition building. They're building slates of issues that matter to them, finding like-minded individual, individuals who the same issues matter to them as well. And they're building slates and coalitions that by the time they get to the state conventions, hopefully they have the same mindset that they had at the straw poll, where the same candidate matters to them and, and your vote that you cast for them at the straw poll is going to get translated to the state convention. However, they're not bound to do that. And by the time we get to the state convention and the delegates are voted to go to the national convention, it is up to those electors that get sent to the national convention to pick the actual candidate that they want elected. Now, from a party perspective, there's some pretty good reasons for this. It gives you a degree of flexibility that you don't really have in other systems. So, for instance, if you pledged all your delegates in a traditional system to one candidate that completely tanks and becomes irrelevant, by the time the actual nominating convention comes around nationally, your political cloud is next to nil. And having the caucus system where you send delegates that have not pledged allows you a certain degree of flexibility. Now, this happens in the, in the in the primary election system as well. You know, if, for instance, in 2012, Santorum released his delegates to Romney because when you nationally elect a nominee to represent your party, you want a wave of euphoria and unity. So that that happens at the at the conventions, and everyone who was against that candidate all of a sudden begins to to pretend like they were behind this candidate all along, and off we go to New, November United. 
Now, while this may work out great for the party machinery, as the average voter, you can kind of feel left out and shafted. Well, the state of North Dakota has now selected its delegates to go to the Republican National Convention in August. Even though Rick Santorum came in first and Ron Paul second in the North Dakota caucus, Mitt Romney actually won the state. But did that win come through the railroading of the system? Ben has the reality check you won't see anywhere else. Well, for months I've been trying to explain to you how this system works. And now that we have a state, North Dakota, that has finished selecting its delegates and is ready to send them on to the national convention, the system should be much more clear. Unfortunately, how those delegates in North Dakota were selected was anything but fair. Let's begin with how the North Dakota vote played out. When voters went to the polls, it was effectively a straw poll. Didn't really mean anything. Even so, Rick Santorum finished with about 40% of the vote. Ron Paul with 30%. And Mitt Romney finished third with 26%. Now flash forward to the North Dakota State Convention last weekend. 1,700 people showed up to vote on who would be selected to go to Tampa and the Republican National Convention. In all, 101 people filled out applications to become delegate candidates. And 25 of those 101 would be selected to become North Dakota's official delegates. That is why there were a lot of people who were surprised and even disappointed when the GOP Committee on Permanent Organization handed out this ballot. It's already pre-printed with all the names, and you can like be quick about it and just check this little box up here. So why these 25 names? They were names of people pre-selected by the GOP nominating committee. Scott Erlinson, who was a delegate at the North Dakota caucus, and says the four questions asked on the delegate application may have played a role in how those 25 people got their names on the nominating committee's suggested list. In the application to be a national delegate, they had like four questions on there. It was basically how much money have you donated to the party? How many years have you been with the party? And that may explain why, out of 25 delegate positions, the list passed around by the GOP leadership included seven state legislators, North Dakota's first lady, the state's attorney general, a U.S. senator from North Dakota, and a U.S. congressman. And frankly, this is kind of happening in Colorado now, where this year the issue was brought to fore because the Republicans did not publish their straw poll. So the electorate was saying, wait a second, we went to the straw poll, we caucused, where's the satisfaction of having our victory and naming our candidate that we want to win our delegation? And it really came to the fore where a lot of people had to learn about caucuses and learn that their votes actually aren't tallied and all they're really voting for is delegates. And there was a lot of misunderstanding about that because a lot of people who went to straw polls, for instance, the Democrats who still published their straw poll this year, still thought that they were electing Bernie Sanders in this case. No, what they were electing were delegates for Bernie Sanders. And there's been a lot of backlash about this. And this has happened in all in states across the nation over the years. And why the caucus system has been withering on the vine. And this is bewildering to Americans because we have been brought up with the euphemistic America in mind where we live in a democracy and every vote counts. But what most Americans don't realize is why we have some democratic parts of our infrastructure, political infrastructure. We are a republic and you have to go way back to founding fathers who really thought that democracy was a rabble and 
in initial elections, caucuses were the norm, and the amount of people who actually voted were a subset of a subset of land-owning white males. It was very much an aristocratic society. And the founding fathers and the political leadership in the late 1700s and early 1800s, for right or wrong, did not look at direct democracy as a political system, and it is the one that we have today. So for these reasons, the caucus system in the United States has kind of withered away over the centuries, and we've gone from a country that has predominantly elected its candidates using the caucus system to one that now uses primary elections in 40 of the 50 states. And it seems to be a situation where the it's becoming obvious that the caucus system is run for the, the sake of the parties. And they actually are run by the, the parties in the states. The, the primary elections that happen in the 40 of the 50 states are actually run by and administered by the states, where the caucus system is run by the actual political parties in those states. And that has become very obvious to the voters, and that's why, in my opinion, the, the system's withering away. It's Your vote isn't really your vote. You're voting for a delegate that you hope represents your vote. Again, a very, very traditional old Republican way of looking at things. And that really grates against the soul of an America who thinks we really thrive on our democratic values. And while the primary elections serve the political parties in other states, you know, obviously you're electing candidates using those elections, your vote counts. And it's a a bit more democratic, if not all the way there. And I think that's where our political system is moving in the future. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this supplemental episode of 10 American Elections. Again, I've been Adam Venami, and we look forward to having you with us next time when we cover the election of 1800. You can follow me on Twitter at at A-D-A-M-V-O-N-N-A-H-M-E, or follow me on Facebook. My name again is Adam Venami, or you can try us at 10 American Elections or 10 American Presidents on Facebook. It's a fantastic community and uh, a lot of lively debate, especially this time of year. Thank you again. Mr. Pop. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Four score and seven years ago. When in the course of human events. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not... What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. There is not a black America and a white America and Latino America and Asian America. There's the United States of America. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The secret to summer ready skin is here. Osea's number one best selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.